Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. When was the last time you found a professional look that fits so well you felt like you could take on anything? Indochino believes you shouldn't fit your clothes, they should fit you. Your body, personality, and style. Because finding the perfect fit is about more than your measurements, it's how you show the world who you are. Design every detail of your suit to be totally you with Indochino's new women's wear line. Simply submit your measurements online or visit an expert style guide at an Indochino showroom. They have hundreds of high-quality fabrics and details to choose from and are always adding new options so you can add your own flair. With endless ways to customize, designing an outfit is easy. Just tell Indochino how you want it, and that's how they'll make it. Find your perfect fit and stand out in style with a custom suit from Indochino. For 10% off, use promo code WOMEN when you visit Indochino.com to book a showroom appointment or place an order. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com, promo code WOMEN. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7. Craig, can you believe it? Episode seven of Pillows and Beer. We're still here. As I'm Austin, and as always, with my best bud, Craig. And uh, we're going to get into some funny things today. Uh, one of those things being uh, things that Craig thinks about, or things that we all think about, actually, on airplanes. That only happen on airplanes, right? Yeah. So, so like crying next to strangers is one of those things that happen on airplanes. Or park benches or anywhere else. That sure. You just cry or or, or your local really not, Olive Garden. Yeah. Like, I, I understand. I feel like you're right. Actually, it's funny that you, whatever. I love you to death, but I don't usually think that you're that insightful to me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I keep saying I'm kidding. I don't know why I said insightful. What I'm trying to say is that Austin brings a great point into it is that you are vulnerable on an airplane <laughs> and whatever happens on the airplane just goes. It just goes. And like yeah. you like. It's kind of like, you know, drinking it in an airport, right? Like no one questions at 9 a.m. why you're drinking like a double, you know, scotch it's on the rocks. I actually no one asks. really like, love okay, man, this guy's seen some shit. I love airport bars. We were on the way up here and a table asked Austin if his beer was out or in, you know, Vermont yet or something. No, we were in Charlotte. Yeah, we were in Charlotte. And they were from Alabama and Nashville. And we sat with them and it was just great. But What's really funny is that I saw this meme, but then it happened to Austin and I on our flight up here. And the meme was saying. Ooh, Craig's got a lot of podcast notes, which is good. That's healthy. You know, we write down everything now, which is weird. Like we've entered this space. Well, it's not weird. It's good. Why do I keep saying it's weird? It's just like you say, um, not, not in a bad way. And anyways, you say, anyways. to be honest, which. <sighs> I also say, here we go. If something's about to happen. Oh, here we go. Where is the shit that I read for Nick? Oh, okay. So I saw this meme on Instagram the other day saying it was addressing the tension that you feel with someone your own age on the plane. And I just laughed. I was like, that's so true. It's a thousand percent true. It is 
and you just there's this weird tension like so we're together now like we're basically that's my plus one on the flight like you you guys are paired up if there was a school dance on the flight that's your date except you're not talking to them you're not sitting with them it's basically the beginning of a rom-com that never gets to the good part that's your meet cute right but the meet cute never happens because oh i'm too shy and and Sometimes it would just be weird to talk to someone, but it did happen to me one time. I was in college and I was flying home and I used to use my uncle's buddy passes. He's a captain for Delta. And I sat next to a very, very attractive girl that was coming from Chapel Hill. And that is very rare. She, and she had just she had just visited her boyfriend or something, but we had a very turbulent flight. It was a very bad flight. I don't get nervous flying, but she actually, this happened. She reached over and grabbed my leg because the flight was that bumpy. I wish you could see my and face. So my eyes are wide as can all be. She grabbed she your leg. She grabbed my leg. We didn't talk. We weren't talking. Like, like you know, the top of your knee. No, like, the, I'm going to do it to you. Like, nervous. Like, if. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Out of, out of nerves. Oh, yeah. I mean, the flight was just dropping. Right, it was right, bad. Okay. And so she grabs my leg and we don't really talk, you know, we're just there for each other in, in, you know, in no, right. Look, you guys are terrified as hell. You have no say something. You have no say over what happens on this aircraft. That's why I always laugh when people say fly safe. You're like, I have no say, but thank you for saying that. Like, what the hell am I going to do about it? Correct. So we have this, this emotional journey together, even though it only lasts in 10 minutes, you're just, you're in it with this person. At the end of the day, that's going to be the last person you see if that plane goes down and all those thoughts are running through our head. And so she's holding my leg. I'm just kind of bracing myself, trying to psych myself, you know, out of being freaked out. And then we make it through the turbulence. And so we start talking more and you know, the plane lands and I was like, where are you headed? And she told me, and I could have asked her, did you No, I, I could have said it. And she goes, God, well, even Nick is shaking. Yeah, his head. I know. Like, shaking his... He was like, it's a layup. We were it's a wide open. We were layup. headed the same direction, the same town. I think I was flying into Baltimore and something was going on. Even if we weren't headed the right way or the same way, she goes, well, I'm getting a taxi. And all I had to say was, well, do you want to split the taxi? And I could have made up that I was going to our sure. town. And I didn't. And, and it's funny. And I just, I think back, that was my one time to turn the, the plane meeting into. So on our Keep flight, going. on our flight up here though, Austin and I are sitting up front and we're, we're, Ooh, we're we wanted you to know we were sitting up front. Well, we were, we don't fly coach. We Actually, usually do. When I leave Austin on trip, sometimes he gets stuck back there, but no. So we're sitting, I don't know why I say, but no, that is exactly what happens. So we're sitting in seat three and four. A, it's a, it's a, it's an airplane as two scenes on one side, one side, one seat on the other. Oh yeah. So we're sitting three and four and these two girls get on the plane and they sit two B and C. And so, you know, we can kind of see them looking back at us and we're looking at them and we're the same age. Well, they're younger than us, but still you just have this weird connection of, and this, this social anxiety, like, is anyone ever? We're going to say hi. No, that usually doesn't happen except on really long flights when you get hammered. Okay. So, so what were you thinking when they sat down yeah. in the seats in front of us? So it's very funny that you say this because what, yes, when someone comes on the plane, that is your relative age, there is immediately like, you don't even like really worry about like, you don't worry about too much else other than the fact like, Oh, you know, what if I'm sitting next to him? I do remember those two girls and 
I just want to tell you that twice in my life, twice, I have switched seats to sit next to a nut to a girl. That's amazing. That's awesome. Twice. That's awesome. And both times have been like heart pounding moments. Yeah, but did you talk? I wouldn't have switched if I wasn't going to speak to them, Craig. I'm not throwing ice. Oh, wait, at them what do you mean you switched? I thought you meant someone asked you to switch seats and you happened to end up. No, 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 no. It's like we were clearly like, you know, and oh, like geez. So what, you like you're way more intense than me. Like no, five minutes. Like you're like, we're not, gonna talk. No, 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 no. Because I don't do it. Okay. One time there was a woman in between us. Okay. And we started talking and she was like, Oh, should I switch? And we were like, That's sure. awesome. Yeah. That is like, high five ah, to that lady. I know. I was like, I mean, that lady's oh, awesome. Shit. One, the lady gets out of at the end of the flight. Yeah, she gets out of a middle seat and she's like, I just hope these two love birds. Yeah. So what yeah, happened yeah. though? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Like, are you the one like, that ended up like, hanging out at the, got the airport number. bar with the DJ? No. Okay. Um, like, you know, we exchanged numbers. We we we, we had a little, you know. We texted kind of back and forth for like a little bit, you know, but nothing ever came of it. Another time a girl was like, Hey, I know that you're next to like a baby back there. Why don't you come up here? And I was like, Oh, ooh, so I'm smooth. I want to get to what we would do differently or what you should do if you're a girl. But I will say that this no, is what I realized on not our flight here. Girl, just for no, no, a guy because, or a girl. Yeah. Because, because I actually want to know if girls feel this way too, the same way that we're feeling. Well, I, where when they get on the flight, so I was they look at a guy that is their relative age right. and they're like, Oh my god, what if I'm next? So to last year I got sat next to a sportscaster and she was on our way to the Super Bowl. We were both headed down to Miami, or maybe we were both on our way home from the Super Bowl. And we talked the entire flight and we really hit it off. And then we got to back and we didn't do anything, you know, we didn't trade numbers or anything like that. And then we got to baggage claim. And I was like, you know what, Craig, just go ask her for a number. And so I did. And I never saved it in my phone and I was just drunk and nothing happened. So I don't know why I told you that story. Anyway, cut that. So Austin and I, so <laughs> Nick's all, like, no yes, problem, Greg, yes, I'm going to cut half of what yes. you say. You fool. Now your top five count is up to 11. So Austin and I get on the flight up here and these two girls sit down and I started to laugh about it and I started to take notes because this has happened. You know, I'm, 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 I'm in a relationship now, but I haven't been in a long time. And I was like, Basically, this crazy fantasization happens, which isn't a word, but it's a fantasization. Just say crazy fantasy. Well, you start to play it out in your head. You know, you 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 play out. You you spend all flight romancing this relationship, and that's you know you're romancing your future with this person, and it's harshly, quickly destroyed when they stand up and walk off the plane. So they either stand up and they grab their bag and they turn their back to you for the last time or you're first off the plane and you kind of like look back and you're like, I I don't know. You just, you like, what do you do when you get to, I guess I've ran out of speed, but you have to take it. I'm just saying I will. when you get to that tunnel, when you're walking off the tarmac and you're just like, this is something that could have been no. and will never be. No, but this is a thing that people no. feel right No, Are we crazy? No, no, we are not crazy. But I think that this story begins and ends with, you might see a person prior to getting on the plane and you're like, Oh yeah, they look like they're within eight, eight years of my age. And then they get on the plane and you're like, Oh, there they are. They might sit next to me. Nope. They haven't. And there they go. And yes, there always is like when I get up to the bathroom, you're aware of where they're sitting and they're aware of where you're sitting. Totally. Now there was something else that you had talked about 
that I can't remember, but I really I, want. I will you tell to you. I will tell you. Flying. Okay, good. Well, good. I will tell you this. This was a Friday evening. Hold on, hold on. Before any of this, you know, I, I don't know the answer to this, but are you a member of the Mile High Club? No. Yeah, of course you're not. I feel like <laughs> I'm not either. I. I don't think there's an excuse to it because I just want to see Nick's reaction. So, well, what did, what did Sarah tell you on our flight to Aspen that, that, but you looked at the bathroom on the jet we were on with Paulina and Sarah and you were like, that bathroom is definitely designed for sex. And she was like, yes, totally. And she was like me, you know, like if you're on this plane with a couple with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're going to have sex there. If you fly to Europe. Well, that's why I don't have an excuse. I flew to Thailand and I don't, yeah, like I don't have an excuse for I know, not. But doing you're it. soft. Well, okay, so no, I'm not in the Mile High Club, but this is what happens. So, Austin and I are on the plane up here. It's a Friday evening. Everyone's drinking, and these two kind of young twenties girls sit down on the plane. All of a sudden, this girl pulls out her laptop when we get to cruising altitude. Oh yeah, yeah, this is and, a good one. This is a good one. And she pulls up her notes from class, and these girls had been drinking because we were up front in first class, so we had a pre-flight drink. They were drinking and all of a sudden she pulls up her her notes from class like med school and she slides them to the left of the aisle so that in my opinion it was so that i could see that she was studying and i started to laugh and i looked back at austin and i was like do you ever judge someone on their desktop setup because i can see her desktop and it was very well organized but it wasn't too organized which i appreciated and do you ever have you ever pulled up your laptop in a flight which is a big big deal like to pull out your laptop is a power like it takes some effort have you ever pulled it out to impress the person next to you and i was like in law school i remember pulling up my outlines or my law school notes on my computer just hoping the person didn't matter who they were would see it and be like oh this kid's a big deal he's in law school sure sure um on an airplane no i don't ever travel with a laptop out doing emails but I think it's very funny that you say that because I definitely would peg you as that. But I have done that in other instances, <laughs> right? I have done that in other instances where, like, where like I get on the phone and like I'll say like, you know, say that like you know you and I had just like you know hung up the phone, right? But I'm like shit. I kind of like want to be on the phone as I walk back into this restaurant, and I want to be like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'll uh, hit you up with the keg details later. <laughs> The fake phone call is a real thing. The pre-flight post-boarding fake phone call is a real thing. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I've never thought about that. But if you have your laptop open, you want people to know what, to it see is what you're doing, that you're typing. And so it's so she funny. She definitely did. And it just reminded Craig me. was like, yeah, I went to law school. And this girl wanted her class. Like, no, no, no. No school. one cares about like, you know, English, you know, you know, 204. No, this was like a medical school outline. Ooh, no, but she was young. She was young, so maybe pretty men. Still, that's what I'm saying. If anyone is within like a decade, okay, I changed it from eight years okay. to, to a decade real quick. So she you was, never got, and this is than, so embarrassing, and this is pre-show. This is pre-Southern Charm. This is so embarrassing. Maybe not pre. This is this is maybe first season, second season. So you've never gotten onto a plane and faked a phone call when you were sitting in your seat. I mean, this is humiliating to admit, but I remember going to fashion week. I was flying up to New York for fashion week and I remember sitting down in my seat and I had a fake phone call on my phone, which I was like, yeah, the photo shoots tomorrow. Like I got my outfits, <laughs> you know, like blah, blah, blah. Just like, I mean, 
<laughs> I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I have definitely done a fake phone call on a plane and been like, yeah, you know, the cameras will be there tomorrow. And fake phone call. I mean, obviously this is pre-show because now I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> But I've definitely, okay, okay. I've definitely lied on a pre on a on a pre flight fake phone call. Oh, I've said that the photo shooting. shoots tomorrow. I have my outfits, blah blah blah, so that people thought I was. A That's model. amazing. Have um, you never done the fake phone call? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I does def- that say about me that I, I used to do that? It means that we're vain as fuck. That or you're you feel awkward next to someone and you want to tell them all about you without telling them all about you. Oh, sorry. Uh, did you hear my phone call? They're like, uh, sorry, my headphones were in. You're like, oh, well, take them off and let me tell you about no myself. No one can hear you, Craig. Everyone has noise-canceling yeah. AirPods. And- oh, sorry. Uh, was I too loud when I was talking to my agent about, about my <laughs> about my uh, photo shoot while in law school? Yes, sorry, so- sorry. And they're like, no, sorry. I, uh, I don't speak English. You're definitely like, said it. those words. Photo shoot because then I have to get back for finals in law school. So... I will admit that I have done that before. Um, that was eight years ago, but yeah, that that's happened. really, really funny. And thank you for being uh, open and honest about how much of a loser you are. That makes me very. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, it's something to be said about being able to look back and laugh at yourself, though. You know, no, of course, dude. If you can't laugh at yourself then fuck you i mean i definitely look i used to wear neon v-necks and blazers that's how found me for the show you still do wear neon v-necks deeper v's i had deeper v's (laughs) okay (laughs) okay well shit dude ever since we did that that uh you know secret episode craig like you know the very very last thing people have reached out to me not to put it back on me because i'm not vain or anything They've dubbed my like, like throaty, you know, cackle as the crawl cackle. Nice, it like kind of makes me laugh because I I don't mean to, but it's like a throaty. Anyways, so another Craigism that Austin's well aware of is my weird bro crush and girl crush though on service members. I have this weird obsession. When I see them out at the bar and Austin always knows, he's like, well, there goes Craig. He's going to go hang out with those people. All the time. Oh, so, oh, oh. Did you notice on the Service. plane? Yeah. So I know. Did you like, notice on the like plane? Men and women of the military. The military. Yeah. So on the plane, the gentleman across the aisle from me had a military backpack, like a, um, you know, a geo camo, whatever it's called backpack. And I, and I, we were drunk, you know, you and I had been drinking and I reached over to him and False. I was like, I was like, are you a we service member? Drinking. And he was like, yes. And I was like, thank you for your service. I respect it. I don't ever know what to say in these times, but thank you. And he was like, thanks, man. And then he went back to watching his movie, probably relieved that I didn't continue to talk to him. But I do wonder, like, what, like, what's the appropriate, like, how do you thank a service member? Because sometimes it feels like you're being obnoxious or like, I don't know. Like, you know that my heart's in the right place. And there's a lot of people out there that want to say thank you when you see soldiers in the, in the airport and stuff. But do you, you know, with us, sometimes we just don't want to be talked to. So do they not want to be talked to, or do you have an opinion on it? I don't know. Like, I just, that's my, my flying that is a flying question I get. And okay. Well, that's, that's what I have with that. All right. I do want to do flying pet peeves and then we can move on to the next section, okay. but I have two major ones. One's way bigger than the other. Look, flying is not that hard. It's just not. I want to make a shirt that says flying is not that hard. Oh, 
we should make a shirt that says that. I we was... should make a shirt that says that, and then say pillows and beer. Yeah, flying's flying, not that hard. Flying, flying ain't flying. Hard. Flying's not that okay, hard. Cool. Hey, this or is flying... your concept. You can do whatever you want. So I was behind this gentleman, and the pre-check lane for some reason was closed um, in Charleston, so everything was a little whack, but. They were making everyone take everything metal out of their pockets in this lane that I was in. And so you're, you know, I wasn't in a hurry, but you're, you, you want to get through security. Cause it's just like when a cop's behind you, even though you're doing nothing wrong, you're just nervous and you want to get through the like fucking security as fast as possible. This motherfucker walks through the metal detector, starts beeping. So they have him walk back out and I'm like, Oh, it might be his watch or whatever. They're like, sir, do you have anything in your pockets after a second time going through the metal detector and going off? He pulls out like 70 cents and change in dimes and nickels and pennies. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It didn't cross your mind to empty the 70. Also, why do you have 70, like a pound of change in your pocket? I am here for this, for this rant. Sorry. It's just not that hard. Like the rule is you empty your pocket. Also anything metal. It's just not that hard. The only people that kind of get a pass well, they do get a pass. Are people with children, and I feel so bad with the stroller because it's impossible to break down everything in the line. And I do have, I have patience for them, utmost patience for them. But anyone else, if you're not flying with a young child, fuck you. No, if you no, can't you just said, put your book bag on the thing, take your you cell phone said out. Two people. Yo, I have a big. big Who's the flight. second? Who's the second? People that, that line up to board the flight before your boarding section is called there is no reason unless you're flying southwest to get in line to board your flight all you do is confuse everyone else and what happens is these people they start boarding the flight and they're like service members people that have disabilities first class and so these people start to walk up to the boarding lane and they just stop and so your section's called say your section two your section's called so you walk up and you don't want to button line. So you stand behind these people because you think they're in line to board the plane. And then they go section three. And then these people start to walk forward. And you're like, you weren't in section yes, two. You yes. were just okay, okay. holding up the I fucking line. I totally agree with that. I Fuck you, you. Stay seated until you're fucking boarding. That's you, bullshit. You always know when it's your time to board. Okay. So, yeah, uh, uh, we're boarding rows you know, 25 to 18, right? We're boarding rows or, or, you know, section one, two, three. And you always know because they're because they look guilty that they're walking up there and you're like, you're not in section. Right. Two. And, and so we you don't know let, you're not. You don't we know, know you're not because them. you look so guilty. And then they'll walk up and be like, oh, sorry. And they're like, whatever, just go. Yeah. But what is the point? What is the point of boarding before your time's called? Everyone leaves on the same airplane or or um, in the same breath, Craig. What is the point of when the unfasten your seatbelt light you know comes on you know after you land and you jump up and everyone jumps up i'm like where are you going that is one where thing are you that, going one where thing going? that one thing that i will do is if people oh god if people start to walk up the aisle i'll stand up i'll stand up and block the aisle because fuck them it's it's inefficient it's rude and it's stupid it serves no purpose and I will actually, I'm not a confrontational person, but I will stand up and block the aisle if you're trying to run up because they're always like, we will. my flight, my, my connections. In, and you're like, guess what? My connection's in 30 minutes too. And you're slowing everyone down by trying to run off the plane right now because now everyone doesn't know if they're supposed to jump off and run off. Well, well, you know, there have been a couple of times, especially when I've been traveling with you, where uh, I need to make a connection. And, yeah, but uh, we don't do that. 
no but but if you do have to make a connection and you really are like hey look i really got to get to the front of the plane then say that and just or move before up, you touch down and, before and you touch like, down of course of course go 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 you know there's a way to do it but the people that block so this the game- whole segment you know talking about you know the airplane or, or airline or or whatever idiosyncrasies turned into like 19 different well, things look, that we we'll have go, we'll go back to security about. security the the things that i've seen people pull out of their pockets or their bags is just frustrating you're just like guys no, it it's not no, that no, no, hard no. it totally is and then when you go through and then so and then they're like uh miss uh the whole line got you know stopped because uh, you have liquid in your bag she's like oh, i I forgot I had a bottle of water. In or there. they're like, like well, no, 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 me? it's cool. It's my, it's my baby's water. And it's like, your, your baby's not allowed to have water. Just take it out of your fucking bag. So that Just happens. Get through and get a $3.95. There, there is no one worse than the people that stand up and just hover around the boarding gate when it's not their turn to board the plane. It is inefficient. It's impractical let's and there's say, no purpose. Let's just say that uh, if you stand up when it's not your turn to board the plane, I want to punch you in the face. And I think you should be punched in the face. Well, let's not make our listeners because they're probably people. Like, but you have an assigned I, seat. Austin, I do that. Austin, you Craig, have. OK, and they should. You have an assigned okay, okay, seat. Okay, Craig, your seat Craig, is 26 Craig. E. If you get on the plane right now or if you get in the plane 30 minutes from now, you I are going to be sitting in 26 Craig's shoulder right now, which probably Sorry. pisses him off because he no. hates being touched. But Craig, you're going to be sitting in Craig, the same seat regardless. Craig, people that listen to this, we're going to get a lot of DMs about this. And they're going to be like, I do it so I can get my and bag on the plane why. and that I don't have to put a little tag on. So and, I will say that wait for 98 seconds okay. to get my bag when I get off the plane. So storage room up top. I get it. But you're just slowing the process down. And it's annoying. I did have brass knuckles in my bag a couple of weeks ago, though, flying. Hey, what are you going to kick their ass now? <laughs> and what I got, no, so it was a necklace. You, you know, Toby Maguire all of a sudden, <laughs> the most badass <laughs> fucking superhero ever. So I will have to say that. So, you know, how Corey and I wear those stupid chains, like with big emblems on the bottom of them. Y- yes. Okay. So one of I them was it. brass knuckles were on the bottom of my chain but it was a miniature version of it but it still hit on the x-ray machine as brass knuckles and i held up like they had to pull me out of line and they were like sir do you have a weapon in your bag and i was like what like i need to get on my plane craig is dangerous and and they they kept searching and then they found it and it was this miniature pair of brass knuckles and i had kind of gotten upset with them because i was like what are you looking for and then they found them, and I was like, "My bad, you can just throw them away." <laughs> yeah, isn't that the best too? When like they find something, and you're, you're sitting like, there, oh, and you're like, "No, what? Just, just toss it." Yeah, I don't. All right, all right, all right. Now we're gonna take a commercial break. So when Craig and I are finished podcasting, uh, you know, it's normally a little bit into the evening. We've had a couple drinks. We definitely do not want to drive anywhere. Uh, so what do we do? We order from Grubhub. Austin, you are exactly right. We are so hungry for real hunger after podcasting as long as we do. And a lot of times we don't know what we crave. But with Grubhub, you can have pizza, tacos, sushi, anything else from your favorite restaurants around your area. And now you can get deals on the food you love with Grubhub perks. So basically with Grubhub, it, it just allows you to and uh, order the food you love from from your favorite restaurants with Grubhub. It's basically as easy as that. And as much as we rely on it to feed ourselves after podcasting or filming our show, we also use it to try something new. 
Uh, a lot of times with everything going on in this world, we don't want to go to our local new restaurants, but we still want to support them and we want to try all the amazing food that they have. And now with Grubhub, you can try any of the local restaurants in your area and a variety of cuisines. It's actually really funny too, because, you know, we might be craving something and I'm like, Ooh, Craig, let's get, you know, Chinese food. And then we open the app and I'm like, I didn't know that, you know, this restaurant was delivering to us. And uh, we always end up kind of getting some different. So, so we thank Grubhub all of the time for bringing us the food we love, even when we can't go to the restaurant and get it ourselves, or we just want to throw on our PJs, our comfy clothes, lay by the fire and uh, enjoy the food at home. So, so Grubhub, get the foods you love with perks from Grubhub. Grub what you love. Austin, I don't know about you, but have you tried Outstanding Foods? Because it's brand new to me, and I can't tell you, but I did not expect to love it, and I do. Uh, yeah, actually, I tried their uh, takeout meal in a bag puffs. Uh, they come in four awesome flavors. They have the Hella Hot, the Pizza Parte, the White Cheddar, and the Chili Ranch. And honestly, I'm loving the Pizza Parte. Yeah, I, I love the Hella Hot. And for those of you like me who grew up eating pork rinds, I highly recommend checking out their pig out pigless pork rinds as well. I know my girlfriend loves them, and now she's got me hooked. So all of their products, for those of you that don't know, are free of gluten. So another way of saying that is that they're gluten-free. Uh, GMOs, artificial ingredients, trans fats, cholesterol, and soy, and are certified kosher, certified plant-based, and certified gluten-free. Their perfect snacks are great for on the go or watching the big game. They're delicious snacks that are 100% plant-based and are packed with protein and nutrition. So we've worked out an exclusive deal for pillows and beer listeners. Receive 25% off your first order. Go to outstandingfoods.com slash pillows and beer or use code pillows and beer at checkout to claim this deal. That's outstanding foods, O U T S T A N D I N D F O O D S dot com slash pillows and beer. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back to episode seven of Pillows and Beer. Let's get right into some of Austin's juiciest DMs. (laughs) Boy, why is it just to me? Well, I mean, I'm going to see if there's any good ones for me. But so let me see what Teal said to me this week. Okay. Okay. But Teal is also around, I'd say 70, 65 to 70. Um, I have over... 2000 okay. messages while her? you're waiting okay yeah so tell us what tell us what you got uh, I, okay so what i've done craig is i screenshotted as you should do and i sent these dms to myself and i'm not going to divulge names or anything like that but i think that y'all find it funny <clears throat> first okay, we're not gonna read message i got cheated on this week do you know and she spelled you know uk anybody cool that i could cld could rebound with let me know i'll be with just a b in charleston this weekend for my sister's 21st that's a good one i mean 
is if that's not fishing, I don't know what is. Well, of course it's fishing. I know. Most of the what if I was fishing. like, actually, I know this really great guy. He's a banker. Uh, and and <laughs> yeah. he give you like his contact info. Senator Pringle's number. Honestly, yes. I think even when they're, I think a lot of people, even when they ask like, what bars should we go out to, blah, 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 are going to fish, but I enjoy it. No, it's no, fine. no, 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 no. See, okay. So, so you're saying so hardcore this fishing. segment, this segment is not for, hey, I'm in Charleston this weekend with my girlfriend. Where should we go? Okay. In the meantime. See, mine are all like no, dudes, minor dudes that's saying not true, that's Craig. not I know true. that you have some good ones. And they've picked up. I they have you picked have up. Some good ones. I'm okay, trying right, to look. Right. I need to start saying, I will um, save them for next week. How about there, that? There is, yeah. Okay, so like when you casually look, just screenshot the funny ones yes. that are obviously like. Because the guys are pretty no vulgar. one cares about the bachelorette party that's in town because no, we know. get a hundred of those. I have I have some favorites, I guess. Okay, okay. So I'll, I'll so save them for next week. Here's mine. Um. It is a guy who's shirtless and, and he's admittedly ripped. Hey, should chill with me and my girl next time we're in Charleston devil emoji face. I, I did get that one. I didn't get the devil emoji face I'm though, like, which is funny. So he added that on yours. I'm like, Bronwyn, is that you? <laughs> okay. Probably. Um ah, we didn't get to do this with Kristen. I'm so upset. Because it was a Harry Potter sorting. We, we should have sorted it into a house. It takes too long on the internet, though. Or we would do it before we bring him We're on. We're taking like, like 10 minutes. Okay. Someone said that my She's mom- definitely a Slytherin. Exactly. Well, that's what cake okay, piece. I view her as like a Hufflepuff. I know you do, but like you, that's amazing. I actually love that. We'll actually text Kristen about this and get her thoughts on okay. it next week. But okay. Kristen, I view her as like a Hufflepuff. Maybe like a Ravenclaw, you know, she's smart, you know, she's pragmatic. So you actually didn't watch her shows? No. Okay, yeah. No, no. she is a Slytherin. Like, she is but like... I do know about them, of What course. is the dude's name? Malfoy? Draco. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, she was the, like... I was scared of her as a kid. That's why, like, I love Kristen so like much. Parkinson. But I... Deep dive. I was intimidated by her. I wow. think everyone was. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. And, that, but now I respect it. it's interesting. It. Okay. Um, okay. So, like in, one of her lines in was the light of that. I have zero sympathy for you because you brought this on yourself. Like, she just is like, well, anyway, someone used that as a meme. Um, your mom's a horcrux. And Craig has no idea what a horcrux no, is. What does but, that mean? Is it uh, in the nutshell, uh, Voldemort uh, split his soul into six pieces and put a piece of his soul into all these like enchanted magic items. And. Uh, you had to kill all six of them or destroy all six of them before you could actually okay. kill him. So someone said, okay, <clears throat> next one. Craig, do you have anything good? No. Oh okay. yeah. No, I just got this. Wait, you mean we're, we aren't dating, but it's in response to nothing kidding. And yes, my account is private. I have kids and I don't want people creeping on them. Also married. <laughs> Hi to you and your lovely girlfriend. Oh, man. What? All right. Well, that's my. So someone's clearly responding to that in response to what we talked about in the first episode, where it was like, piece of advice: if you're going to reach out, only reach out if your account is public. Yeah, people got mad about that, and it's like, well, we're just telling you. I know. Okay, okay, and that's actually coming up because I want to clarify. You know, Craig and I were just bullshitting around. You know, drinking a little bit. Um, Craig, I'd like. (laughs) See, my guys are vulgar. The guys that defend. oh, 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 oh. Craig, I'd like okay, yeah, yeah. Craig, See, I'd I like to read. S your D. Okay. Um that's someone, from a, a man. Someone reached out to me and said, I I hate baseball players. Is that a good sign? 
That's kind of funny. And really then, and then, and then, and then I took another screenshot of what I said back to her because I was like, okay, this is so funny because this so is. You resp- wait, I oh, want to know yeah, the ones yeah, you yeah. responded okay. to okay, this yeah, week yeah. because I never respond. Okay. I responded to her. And I, I, I want to know the ones that got you to respond. Okay. I said, well, it's definitely a start. And she said, you got to start somewhere. So to kind of clear up, you know, Craig and I are having fun or drinking on these podcasts, you know, normally. And sometimes when we talk about these things, we don't really realize. And so um, one of the DMs that I got that I decided to, to, to text myself was um, a girl that reached out and she said, hey, I just listened to your very funny, by the way, podcast. Not everyone with only a few followers and a lockdown account is a catfish. So a private account. I'm locked down with a very small face, which which means to me like you can only see my face in the upper left hand corner, and very few followers because my photos were stolen and used to catfish guys on Bumble. I don't have a blue tick or blue check mark is what I'm I'm guessing that she was saying to explain that to people either. Uh, so uh, I just want to say that I understand that. Yeah, but everyone has their catfish stories. And remember, you had your catfish story. Sure. How did it start off? Sure. Almost exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl reached out to me and was like, oh, this is like my backup account because my manager doesn't want me to post any, like, doesn't want me talking to guys on my main account, doesn't want me to, doesn't want me to. And so she was like, so I use this shell account. And so to I, was talk in, to I was in Delaware. This was before Austin. he started dating Scorpion. What? In- idiot i was and the girl was gorgeous that was in the picture and i was like craig we might need to fly to new york tomorrow this girl's with all their model friends like and they're all fans and like they want to hang out and they're up there for this shoot and i'm like well yeah that sounds amazing blah blah blah. and craig was with our buddy jordan but then yeah jordan oh yeah i was in new york actually and um and we were like we need to talk to austin and he refused to believe us and why didn't you refuse to but not but I was like excited. I well, was yeah, like, you no. didn't I want like, it. Guys, to I don't know. Because she kept on sending me like like real real things. She was sending me like pictures that she posted, and it was and, a good and, catfish. It was a good catfish. Like yeah. she had stuff banked. She knew how to like be like. Because every time we challenged Austin about it, he was like, "No, I already asked her that." And she sent this. So then Austin flew to New York, and no, not not for her, but you know. were in town to visit me, and yes, me yes, and you yes. and Jordan went out, and yeah. we kind of like were like, yeah. "All right." And then you realized, I mean, we were all bummed. We all wanted it to be true, but. But you and Jordan were like, you fool, <laughs> you fool. One of the classic. What if you ever ran into the model? It actually was though. You know? Dude, I wouldn't even recognize her, you know, like I think she's like, a, yeah, just, but she sent me on. Let me just say a couple things that made me think that she was real. Number one. She sent me a video of her using like, I don't don't even know how else to say it, but it's like the big mouth feature from Snapchat, right? Where it's like you focus on your mouth and it makes it huge and blah, blah. And she was like, me and my girlfriends in the hotel room watching Bravo. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, this is like a personal video from like her personal, you know, collection of videos. And then another thing that she sent was her on a, on a rooftop acting real goofy and silly, Craig, you know? And she was like, this is how, like, I really am. Like, I'm like Bambi on the ice. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. So Austin and Craig was like, first. you're an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, wait, oh, man, I totally, yeah. 
Apparently, I totally was. Okay. All right. So those are your DMs of the week. Do you got any other ones? No. All right, Austin. Oh, questions from Craig. I'll start with like kind of a serious one, but kind of fun. I don't know how you're going to take this, but the coolest, proudest thing you did in 2020. Like something that you're proud of, because I know a lot of people had a tough year, but like, you know, I mean, we. I got we, it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. There are definitely, look, man, just because 2020 was the most unprecedented year in history does not mean that there weren't some wins, um, you know, for everyone, I hope. Uh, for me, it was realizing that I needed to put my beer in to cans or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with the business route, uh, to put my beer into cans and that has changed the whole trajectory of my business. But you did put your beer in cans. Yes. Well, wait, is that what you said? Yeah. But you said the biggest moment was realizing I needed to do it. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. The and biggest... then I saw you check out at the grocery store. Yeah. That's got to be your. Why am I answering this for you? Okay, that's got to be your proudest thing. Yeah, so... Yeah. so the biggest thing in 2020 was realizing and implementing the fact that I needed to put beer into cans. Yeah, but the one moment that you're proudest. Okay. Of. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Checking out of Harris Teeter with my first six pack of beer, and for all those listening, Harris Teeter is. Whatever local grocery store that you always shop in, and if you're like, "Well, it's a Harris Tater," um, that's what it is. All right, that's do you want to answer one. that? Yeah, that's who am I going to answer it? Oh, oh, you're asking me. No, I would say for mine. I mean, I wasn't planning on answering it because it's questions from Craig, but answers from Craig. Um, I'd say presenting on HSN that was cool. Oh, that's that was great. Gotta be your yeah, win. That was all. I mean, that's something that I didn't think would totally happen for like three to that. five years. Um, that was a huge win. I remember dancing in my car when I got the email, dude, that was rad. I, I switched the channel and there you were, and there you are, and there you were on HSN, man. And, uh, I just, you know, I know from coming over to your house, like exactly where, like you had set it all up. So yes, I was uncomfortable reading this question and I actually was not sure if I was going to tell Austin and our team about it, but I think, I mean, what other plate, I mean, there's nowhere else you can ask this stuff or Google it and get a real answer. I remember reading magazines in a high school that gave advice to girls and I'm not going to throw any magazine under the bus, but it's also a name of a popular drink in the bar. And it was the most absurd advice ever. And I was like, if you ever did that as a girl around me, I would never talk to you again. And so I want to give you Cosmo. I want to give you some real advice and I am hypersensitive about the bathroom issue. And so the question, obviously you're talking about your first trip peeing to me is not a big deal at all. You can a hundred percent pee in the bathroom. I personally, even in my seven month relationship, we'll still go downstairs and use a lobby bathroom. If I have to do anything more, I just, I don't, I, I, I think it's considerate to not do that in the same room. And I, I get stressed so out. If you have to take a dump, you go downstairs. I, I mean, do you do that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it's not enough course. That's why people are asking. Like, I think okay. if you're a guy, like, I don't think Shep does that. I think Shep would be like, that's your own fucking fault. If you don't want to be in the room, leave the hallway. But for me, I go downstairs and I just say like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom or something. And I don't know. And I go downstairs and 
I would be off. I, you know, it's funny because when I go into a hotel room, I check if there's a fan in the bathroom for the noise cancellation. And we're about to do this new project. And I gave Austin some like a mini travel bathroom spray. But I will say that do not ever. <laughs> I did. But I was like, do not ever feel bad about peeing. Like peeing is completely fair game, I think. What do you think about that, Austin? Well, I certainly hope that nobody here thinks that pissing is a problem well she was asking me in the question it says what should i do about peeing do i need to go downstairs or can i pee no. in the bathroom it's like you can no. pee you actually no. could pee in no. front of me and this... i wouldn't care now the second thing in question is total courteousness is that a word it's yeah, total yeah. Uh, consideration just being, consideration yeah. and and uh how much intrigue do you want left in the relationship? Yeah, I think there's a movie out there and I was bothered by there's a bathroom scene where I forget the movie, but it's the funny girl from, uh, from knocked up. It's the sister or whatever. Catherine Heigl. No, the other one. It's like pregnant and they're trying to get in the club. Oh, we're right. Uh, Leslie Mann. So she's in a movie and they use like, they do the other thing in front of their partner and it's just this entire scene about how romance is lost in a marriage and i i just think that's silly i think if you need to go to the bathroom go to another bathroom or go to the lobby again you can pee in front of me and that doesn't bother me at all the only thing that would worry me about is that if you would get loose on the second thing it's like my boundaries run up to the second thing i mean that's just how i feel i think Peeing is completely fine. Doesn't bother me at all. But yes, I mean, I would, I, I would be absolutely mortified if you. This might do us more harm than good. To well, no, honest. because I'm saying that I personally. You're saying that you're not cool with. I go downstairs and use the lobby bathroom. Actually, if you use the bathroom upstairs, I wouldn't care. I would just hope that you weren't embarrassed. I don't know. I personally, as a guy, I go down to the lobby bathroom and do that. And that's, that's what I do. And I think there's obviously, there's things that can happen. I mean, if you're in fucking London, the apartments are, or the hotel rooms are the size of a closet and there's nothing you can do. And the walls don't go up to the ceiling. And you know what? Hopefully you're in a relationship long enough that you can just be like open about it and be like, I have to go to the bathroom or something. But that's a real thing. I mean, people think about this stuff. So I don't, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm just saying, yeah, well, yeah, I'm being honest. I think that's good, though, Greg. I think there should be I some. Think you're, uh, I think you're answering questions that. <clears throat> I think you should keep that fucking are thing burning, alive. These are burning questions with Craig Conover. I I think there's a way to tell your partner that you have to go to the bathroom, and you just say that. You don't say like, "Hey, babe, take a shit." Hey, babe, gotta drop some weight. And if your stomach's upset, you just be like. Hey, my tummy's upset or my stomach's upset. I don't know. I just my yeah. tummy's upset. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what happens in your relationship, Austin? <clears throat> what do you, what do you do in hotel rooms? I would Avoid actually it leave at all costs. So I leave the room run, if I yeah, run run. I'll actually leave the room to give the person space. Totally. Because to be considered. I'm just like, you know what? I don't want you to feel embarrassed or awkward. And guess what? If you're asking us this question and your partner doesn't do that, then fuck him. If he can't sense that it's morning time or like you had a big dinner and he doesn't make up an excuse to go wander yeah, around the hotel. Dinner. I mean, That's if he amazing. doesn't make up an excuse to be like, you know what? 
maybe I need to grab something from their front desk and gives you time in the hotel by yourself, then fuck him. But Austin, I'm surprised to hear you say that you agree that you go downstairs and use the lobby bathroom. Totally. Totally, totally, totally. What the fuck else? Like, yeah. We're in this double tree hotel, Craig. Wake up a little bit. Just wake up a little bit. We're in this double tree hotel. And it's it's I've been in way smaller. Let's just put it that way. I've been in way smaller where the freaking bathroom doors right next to the bed. Right. And that is horrifying. Especially if your stomach is acting up. And what's horrifying. So we you're not alone in thinking this stuff. And that's why when I read the question, I was like, yeah, yeah, you Craig, know what? We're going to do this. Craig Craig was adamant on this one. You well, know, prior I was to nervous. talking about this, he was like, you know what, Austin? People reach out to me you know, with these questions that, that I feel that like we can help them with. So I'm, I'm playing ball. I'm letting Craig take the reins yeah. on this. But it is an interesting topic because I have been, <clears throat> we've all been there. Yeah, that. and that well, that's the whole point is that it is a thing that we all experience, but no one talks about, and so that's our point of it. When it comes to me and Austin, yeah, I um, you what, Craig? Well, like today, uh, <laughs> this is embarrassing, but oh, we're no. coming back from dinner. But I was like, Austin, you know what? Maybe we do the podcast in your room tonight because <laughs> I knew that I had to go to the bathroom. And that's how considerate I am, though. And you were like, it's not like, let's just do it in your room. And I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. So people do think about it. You're not alone. But I've never experienced just wide open behavior. And that's just not, it wouldn't make me comfortable. That's just not what I like. And so I think there's obviously a situation for everything. But yeah, if you're dating someone that is just a douchebag about it, that's not everyone, but I wouldn't worry about peeing. You definitely do not have to go to the lobby bathroom to pee. So hopefully that helps some people. So uh, Santa's real, obviously mm-hmm. big Christmas people, big Santa people. What is your, so were you allowed to star things on your Christmas list? Like, is that how, how did your Christmas list operate when you were sending it into Santa? Did you star like three things or did you just write down 10 things or how did that work? Interesting. Cause there's something that, yeah. Okay. My okay, big, okay. Like the question so like, is, is like, what's your big, what's your present that you start every year that you never got? Yeah. So when I was younger, um, little ADD hellion that I was, um, I would make these lists and kind of like, you know, make them and like, you know, fling them like, okay, okay, this is what I want. And these, these lists were like ludicrous. Right. But like the things that I wanted, I would put in all caps way, way bigger than the other things. Like what I really want is a, like, like a jet, right. But not like a jet, but like, it would be like, um, um, like a model jet. Or something like I, I would say these crazy things like, okay, okay. And what I want is, and it was all in caps lock. But what was it? Was there one that you never get? What was your favorite Christmas I mean, present I'm or one that you never got? To like, you know, the Santa Claus. Like, I used like, to put, I never asked for, I put like metal detector on my know? list or I put metal detector on my list every year. That's amazing. And I never got it. 
Oh, and I so didn't. as I got older, I didn't do that. I was like, why have I never gotten this metal detector? All I, and my parents were like, well, Santa probably thought that you didn't need a metal detector. And I was like, it's not about what I need. It's about what, what I, I want. want. Yeah. Cause I went on this field trip and they planted treasure around the beach. And so I we wanted... went and found it. And so last year for Christmas, Santa brought me a metal detector and it was like really heartwarming. And I like gave my mom a big hug and dad, it was great. I always wanted a dog, Greg. Oh, a dog. Okay. So that's the thing that you ask for and every year. and you never Every got... year. And I didn't get one until I was eight or nine. And uh, that was a major win. His name was Cinnamon. And man's best friend. Well, that's, good a, dog, that's a good one. Better friend. Since mine was champ, he was my best I know, friend. I, I can't remember though. Um, but the Christmas list. Well, that works. All right. So good speaking, question. well, since now we can buy things that we want instead of asking for Santa, mm-hmm. let's go down our Amazon purchases of the week. Ooh, Craig, this is a good one. I know it is. You want to, you want to start or do you want sure. me to start? Sure. Cause I start. stayed up last night. I couldn't fall asleep and I just bought every cool thing that I could. All right. Well, it sounds like you want to start that. I know you. Start. No, no, no. You're okay. you're amped up. You're amped but I don't up. know if they're cool because I haven't. It doesn't checked. matter if it's cool. I was on some wine. Okay. Um, and let's look. I have two that I could think of. Wait, how do you go to oh, orders? Okay. Oh my okay, god! Fine. All right. Good First thing on there. Read that. Fire extinguishers. Did you buy, <laughs> did you buy four of them? I bought four fire extinguishers Why? and a kit. Oh, I got a sweet snowboard jacket. Oh, look. You, you bought a snowboard jacket? Snowboard jacket. I don't know about It sweet, looks like but... I got a speaker for the golf cart, mm-hmm. a crazy first aid kit. I got uh, smart outlets. I got uh, cuff link knots that I use to put in my suit jackets. I got a computer USB converter. Oh, I got a range finder. A range finder. Oh, you got a range finder? Yeah. And then the wrap that goes around it. We need that. I got a selfie light for my cell phone, magnetic collar stays. Jesus Christ. A meat thermometer, smart light bulb. Oh my God. I got to skip some of these. Craig. Um, I, relax. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I went, I had some weird purchases. So they're not even that cool. I just. Okay. That's what I All bought right. last night. All right. You want to know mine? Yes. Two of them are interesting, and I'm going to tell you about them. Um, and that's it. So <laughs> it's only interesting because when I woke up, or, or like I heard the knock on my door, I came home and got my packages. I was like, what the hell is this? Right? Because, you know, Craig, we do get packages from all over the place at all Speaking times. Speaking of right? what's on I our know. table right now. Craig, Craig, okay. What Craig just unsheathed was like a machete. It doesn't have a point at the end of it, which makes it seem like like if your finger got gangrene, you could like put down your finger and you could use the end of this machete as like a This is a legitimate just machete that was delivered to my house that right. It's I on now the table, so. carry around in my house so, with me. Anyways, yes. Um packages on packages. Like yeah. if we're gone for a week, like an aspen, we come back. Holy moly, why are all these packages here? But these two in particular were highlights because uh, I don't remember ordering them. I woke up to a Nintendo 64 007 cartridge uh, in a box. That's amazing. Okay, so I opened it and I was like, why would you order this? Oh, so you didn't know until you opened it. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's and the I best. was like, why do I have this 007 uh, N64 cartridge? 
I promise I'm an adult, y'all. Do you have an N64? I do, but I haven't plugged it in in ages because I have a I Switch have that now to play to play Mario Kart. And Mario Kart and Switch is amazing. Okay, uh, my second one. I ordered a 48-pack of Blue Raspberry Blow Pops. Do you remember this? The Blue Raspberry Blow Pop, you would, you would order because it would make your tongue blue. Would you like me or sorry, to blow on your N64 game? <laughs> Craig, you can blow my N64 game any day of the week. See, notes from Nick. That's also going to be a section of this. Notes from Nick. Ask Craig to blow on it. All right, so what's your other purchase? Oh, the Blue Raspberry Pops. The yeah, Blue cool. Raspberry I don't like my tongue being blue. I loved it when I was growing up. The sour, I, see, I went the fun dip route then. I went fun dip, the magic fun dip that would turn it blue. And then I bought a uh, a, a pickleball paddle set. That's very um, Randall of you. It's very random of me. Random, random Randall purchases. Who's Randall? Lala's fiance. Um, big pickleball guy. The one whose jet you missed, which was my fault. Anyway, okay. How about on this note, Craig? Okay, because we just kind of went here, and now I'm looking at my uh, I'm looking at my Google, right? Because I was going to Google something like what's what's pickleball? Why did I order this, Craig? What's your last Google search? My last Google search. How would yeah. I even know what that is? Um, I think you go to your browser, and then I'm gonna type in Google. What are the chances? Of- and then you click it. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh. There's hot tubs that I'm searching for. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. All right, tell just, us yours no, while I try go, to find this. Well, okay. Aaron, how do you find it? Now, now click that search bar. Just click the search bar. I, I now it pops up. Okay. Mine? No, these are trending searches because mm. I'm on, I, I stay on hidden on my internet. I don't want to say the first one because it's going to pop up here soon. Um, I really hope so because I'm definitely going to buy this to go skiing here soon. I mean, no one. Yeah, no one would understand. What? Of course they would. No, I. Okay, I mean, you can read it. Just read it. Um, it's a, it's a neon hoodie, that says, "Ski fast, eat ass," and um, I think that is, <laughs> I think that's amazing because. I love to ski. Spring skiing is my favorite. I don't want to wear a jacket. Let's just wear a hoodie. Ski fast and eat ass. Last year, Shep really, <laughs> really, really accused right. me of being a little. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, you're weird for not wanting to I, explore. Uh, here's mine. I've got firsthand special force accounts. I think I was on a plane wanting to read that. Solomon ski goggles. And then when you kiss me like that. It's all coming back because I had heard the Celine Dion song and didn't know what it was. So when you kiss me like that, it's all coming That's back amazing. to me. That's amazing. Because yeah, I Google lyrics when I need to see. I, I, hey, Craig, we were together the other day. And one of my most recent is Clean Bandits. Nice. I didn't know that Clean Bandits was a band name. Yeah. They have but some they bangers. do have some songs. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say it. This is the most interesting one in my, in my top five. Apparently, uh, I don't really remember, but I was talking about Spanish sayings with some friends. Uh, how to say dead prostitutes in Spanish. And for those of you listening, it's prostitutes muertas. So those are the weekly segments that we're going to do. They might change. They might 
adapt, improve, hopefully not get worse. On that note, this is Pillows and Beer, Episode 7. Join us again for Episode 8 next week. Find us on Instagram at Pillows, the letter N, beer. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Spreaker. And leave your reviews. Email us at theboys at pillowsandbeer.com. Message us all of your juiciest flight details. And any guest questions that you'd like us to answer next week. Do I have to say it? Mash that subscribe button. Tell all your friends about it. And uh, we'll see you all next week. We love you guys more than you'll ever know. Peace out. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.